0: Push the button, dummy. There we are. Uh, notice he didn't say dummy. He was being very gracious. It was, it was good. That's what marriage does for you. Uh, uh, <laughs> so First Kings, as we dig in, we've got a long chapter, so uh, just going to be a lot of reading this morning, but uh, uh, just that the Lord would minister to our hearts in the midst of it what, what he has for us in this. It says now, King David was old and stricken in years. That that part was for me. <laughs> uh, I I really hate the way he says that he was stricken in years. It just come on. <laughs> Reminds me of Jacob when he was uh, rehearsing his age, and he said, "My my days have been few and evil." <laughs> oh, just oh, and they have, haven't they? Just full of stuff, and uh-huh. and we look at the evil around us, and it's just. Uh, Thank goodness we have a hope beyond this world. Uh, so King David was old and stricken in years, and they covered him with clothes, but he gat no heat. Wherefore his servants said unto him, Let there be sought for my lord the king, a young virgin, and let her stand before the king, and let her cherish him, and let her lie in thy bosom, that my lord the king may get heat. So they sought for a fair damsel throughout all the coasts of Israel, and found Abishag a Shunammite and brought her to the king and the damsel was very fair and she cherished the king and ministered unto him but the king knew her not Uh, almost has become a a concubine to David Uh, and that's going to be important later on as we go through but uh, in in that place where she has come what gets me is uh, with all the wives and all the concubines that he had why didn't one of them come and be with him we, we had to go get somebody brand new it just come in it, it just is amazing I, i'm i'm glad the lord knows and understands but i don't have a clue on this one that that just gets me uh but adonijah one of the sons of david the son of Haggath, exalted himself notice the wording there is the holy spirit puts these in because it's always the holy spirit Uh, that that translates these things for us, that's put these words in the the writer's pens and and give these words for us because every word uh, of God is pure. Uh, He exalted himself. Notice David didn't exalt him. The Lord did not exalt him. He exalted himself. And we know what scripture says about exalting yourself. If you exalt yourself, you're going to be humbled. Uh, You let the Lord exalt you. Uh, and that's why pride should never be a part of any part of our ministry in any way. Our ministry to the to the world, our ministry to the, the people around us, our ministry uh, in churches, if, if we have that, uh, but always that, that the Lord would exalt us and not us exalting ourselves. Look at me. Look at how wonderful I am. <laughs> and you know what's going to happen. You're going to fall flat on your face uh, and... God is going to have his way. <laughs> Adonijah, this, this man, this son of David, exalts himself, and he says, I will be king. And he prepared him chariots and horsemen and 50 men to run before him. Uh, he exalts himself. In Don't you think that after you see one son do this, that you would take note and say this is probably not a good thing to do because we saw Absalom do the same thing. He had 50 men running before him. He had horsemen (laughs) uh, and riding through and he got caught in his own hair. (laughs) Just like uh, Adonijah, you better get a haircut before you start this. he prepared him chariots and horsemen and 50 men to run before him. The pride of this man is just horrendous. It's awful. And he's running through Israel saying, look at me. Oh, oh I'm something. Uh, and we do that, don't we? Is, we? We even enter into restaurants at times, and we demand our service. I'm paying for this. You better be good to me. Really? Yeah, yeah oh boy instead of just sitting there going I'm absolutely nothing Lord your ways be done your ways be accomplished and help us and help us to do that Lord Uh, uh, but Adonijah doesn't do it doesn't pay attention to past things just like the world just like America is not paying attention to past things Uh, we're just going on thinking that we're something and thinking that we deserve all that we can get He says, I'm going to be king. (laughs) Uh, And his father had not displeased him at any time. David uh, uh, hadn't displeased him at any time. David, not one of the best fathers that we see in Scripture, uh, but still his father. uh, But he hadn't displeased him at any time. uh, And for us to take note, Lord. What am I doing uh, that hasn't displeased somebody from doing something in my sight, doing something in, in the ways that would just offend you? Uh, Lord, help me to be conscious of, of those things and, and to say something uh, when, it, when it needs to be said. And he says, why, why hast thou done so? And he also was a very goodly man uh, and his mother bare him after Absalom, <laughs> his older brother, And yet, uh, this poor woman (laughs) loses Absalom, going to lose Adonijah. We're going to see that as we go. Uh, But it says that he conferred with Joab, the son of Zeruiah, and with Abiathar the priest, and they following Adonijah helped him. Uh, It tells who came to his side, who came to uh, promote him. Who came to that place of being with him? We see Joab, an unbelieving general. We see Abiathar, who is going to be the end uh, of the line for Eli. We see that in scripture. Uh, Not ones that you want to come with you. You want others. But look at what it says in verse 8 then. But Zadok the priest and Benaniah the son of Jehoiada and Nathan the prophet and Shimei, a different Shimei, and Rai and the mighty men which belonged to David were not with Adonijah. They didn't go. They weren't invited to the party. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? Uh, the, the people that he picks uh, in, in Acts, when, it, when it's talking about ones that, that came to accuse Paul of something, it said that the, the town hired men, uh, lewd men of the baser sort. I love that. <laughs> Lewd men of the baser sort. They, they come, and here he is. He's hiring all the ones that wouldn't surround the real king. And instead of getting the ones that would surround the king, got those that, that wouldn't surround the king. Joab, displeased with David. We saw it in the last chapter of, of 2 Samuel when he was displeased with David for uh, counting uh, the people of Israel, counting the troops. Uh, uh, Joab, the man who killed two other generals uh, without David's knowledge, without David uh, asking him to, but in that place uh, of just ministering but being in the wrong place of ministry. It tells us this in in Hebrews 12, uh, verse 15. Uh, It says, uh, well, I'll go back to 14. Well, Let's go back to 13. Uh, okay, let's do the whole chapter. No. Uh, and it says in verse 13 of chapter 12, "...and make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, but it rather, but let it rather be healed." So the things that he was doing weren't straight paths. They were crooked. They, they were hidden. Uh, they were wrong. And instead of letting his heart get healed... He just doesn't go in that place to let it be healed. Instead, he brings it to pass in his ministry. And if your ministry is going to start out being hidden from some and given to others that really shouldn't be there, then we're in trouble. Uh, and you have to take care of those things that you're doing. Who are we associating with, and are we hiding those relationships? Are we in that place where they shouldn't be taking place? Are are we going in that way? Make straight paths for your feet. Be careful how you walk, especially before the Lord. And then he says, follow peace with all men in holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Oh, boy. Holiness in our lives. Lord, is my life holy before you? And boy, I think we probably all flunked already, right? (laughs) Uh, But here we are in that place. That's the goal. Lord, just because I haven't attained the goal doesn't mean I shouldn't be trying. And just because we haven't been perfect doesn't mean we shouldn't be trying. Lord, help me in my very best to do everything that would bring holiness to you that would bring holiness to my life, that would bring peace. All the things that the Lord has, Lord, let me go after those things and bring them to those that are around me. And then he says in verse 15, looking diligently, looking carefully, looking expectantly, looking all the time, lest any man fail of the grace of God. And how do we fail of the grace of God? by not taking those things that God has for us and then we fail the grace of God because he gives them to us by grace. We're saved by grace through faith. The grace of God that he gives us to even allow us to come to salvation is such an awesome thing. And yet, then we turn around and we grab a hold of something that's awful and sinful and grab a hold of it and hang on to it and say, this is good for me. That's Adonijah. (laughs) <laughs> this is good for me. I'm going to be king. <laughs> I deserve it. I'm I, I'm next in line. <laughs> I'm right after Absalom. <laughs> I'll do the same things because I learned from my brother. I learned from my mother these things. And instead of making straight paths, making crooked paths, not looking diligently, uh, lest any man fail of the grace of God, let any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and, and we're going to see that there was bitterness in Adonijah uh, maybe because of Absalom not sure uh, but all those things uh, you know what amazes me is that Adonijah takes Joab to be general in his in his kingdom right who did Joab kill Absalom his brother why would you get somebody that already killed your brother to be your general There's not a whole lot of thinking going on in Adonijah's mind, I don't think. Uh, He says, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Not everybody has to be defiled, but many are going to be defiled. And Lord, keep me from that. Keep me in that place where I don't defile my life by grabbing a hold of something that you've said not to grab a hold of. Lord, get me in that place where I'm walking in truth, walking in holiness, walking in love, and walking in that place where you would be glorified in my life. So help me with it, Lord. (laughs) So uh, this Adonijah, he he grabs a hold of of these men, Joab, Abiathar, uh, and they helped him. (laughs) I don't know what they helped him with. They helped him to fall is what they helped him to do. Uh, They weren't looking either at those things. And it amazes me that Abiathar is a priest, and yet he's not looking for the priestly things. He should realize that David is king, and he should honor the king, but he's not. Remember, he was with David in the caves, running from Saul. He was with David doing some of these things, and he knows the anointing that David had, but he walks away from it because he wanted something else. Be careful of what you desire. Be careful of what you wish for. Be careful of what you ask for, because you may get it, <laughs> and you may get it the wrong way. <laughs> oh. But the other men, these men, he 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 lets go. They belong to David, and so Adonijah didn't want that. He didn't want what belonged to David. Oh. And Adonijah slew sheep and oxen and fat cattle by the son of Zeholaeth, uh, which is by Enrogel, and called all his brethren, the king's sons, and all the men of Judah, the king's servants. He calls these men, uh, <laughs> that word Zeholaeth uh, means crawling like a serpent. Why would you do anything in the name of the Lord in a place that's named something like that? <laughs> go to Bethel, house of God. You know, don't, don't go to this place, which means crawling like a serpent. You, you go to a place that, that's honorable. You go to a place, but that's what happens to us when, when we start grabbing a hold of things that aren't good for us, start grabbing a hold of things that, that aren't right for us. We'll start entering into other places because they seem good to us. They seem like it should be something that, that would be honorable and yet it isn't. And all the signs are there for him to stop. And what he can't do is say, God, look at where you led me. It's not God's fault he went there. It's not God's fault that he chose Joab. It's not God's fault that he did all these things. It's his own. But instead of taking ownership of his sin and repenting of it and turning, he grabs a hold of it and honors it and brings sacrifices that God has to take this because I'm deserving of this kingdom so God needs to take my sacrifice and honor it oh God doesn't have to do anything for us or with us he does so because he loves us but he doesn't have to honor anything that we bring to him isn't it amazing uh, when when we see people who, who are honored by the Lord and they raise their hands, their hands are never full of stuff. Their hands are always empty because we can't give God anything. The only thing he wants out of us is our hearts. He doesn't want our money. He doesn't want our stuff. He, he, he doesn't want... He, he doesn't want anything that we can give him he just wants our hearts that's why their hands are always empty and yet yet just hands are always full of stuff i got stuff and god you're going to honor it because i brought it before you i've done it in your name how many churches do we know of that are doing that right now mm mm-hmm. the, the they say that they're honoring god and yet they have pastors in the churches who've come out of cemeteries (laughs) uh, and haven't given God their hearts, and yet they're pastors. We've got a doctorate. A doctorate in what? Anti-God? It's scary, isn't it? Be very careful that we don't do the same things. Lord, I'm gonna honor you with this that I'm bringing to you. And he says, I don't need that. I don't want that. I want you. But Lord, I read through my Bible in the daily reading program this year. Aren't you proud of me? Said, yeah, you read it, but you never met me once in all the books that you read through. You were just reading chapters so you could mark off your thing. You weren't giving me your heart. I spoke to you 55 times this year, you didn't hear me once. Oh, and I'm guilty. I'm guilty. But God, change me now. Don't let me do the same thing over and over and over again. Let me do it rightly, Lord. So grab a hold of my heart. So Adonijah slays sheep and oxen and fat cattle by these stones. Uh, But Nathan the prophet and Benaniah and the mighty men and Solomon his brother, he called not. Again, lists some of the people that he called, but doesn't call. Uh, some of the other men that, that are Davids. Wherefore Nathan spake unto Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Hast thou not heard that Adonijah, the son of Haggith, doth reign? And David our Lord knoweth it not. Now therefore come, let me, I pray thee, give thee counsel, that thou mayest save thine own life and the life of thy son Solomon. Nathan is a prophet of God. He's hearing these things. He sees these things going on and God evidently ministers to him uh, and starts bringing some of these other things to pass. And it says, Now therefore let me, I pray thee, give thee counsel that thou mayest save thine own life and the life of thy son Solomon. So go in and get thee into the King David and say unto him, Didst not thou, O Lord my king, swear unto your handmaid, saying, Assuredly, Solomon your son shall reign? after me and he did say that didn't he he yeah we see it in first chronicles 22 if you want to go back and, and read it again you, you can see that uh solomon is going to reign after me and he's going to sit on my throne why then does adonijah reign why then are these things contrary to what you said and, and for david this might be a wake-up call for him too That he's, remember, it it says that he hasn't said anything against Adonijah in what he's heard him doing. And maybe it's a wake-up call for David. You need to speak up with the truth. You need to speak up and speak truth to the kingdom. You're the king. You need to speak truth to the kingdom so that they can hear. But they may not like me. Doesn't matter. You speak truth. That's why we're not going to get away from the word of god we're not going to get away from teaching the word we aren't going to give feel-good messages just because a lot of other churches are and a lot of people want to hear feel-good things we have to tell them the truth you need to be born again isn't it amazing that jesus didn't give one feel-good message to anybody he just told them the truth nicodemus you need to be born again What are you talking about? I'm part of the Sanhedrin. I'm a priest. I'm I'm this. I'm that. He says, Nicodemus, you need to be born again. He didn't hesitate to tell the truth. He did it in love. I'm sure he did it with eyes of compassion on Nicodemus. Nicodemus, I'm going to go and I'm going to pay the price for your sin. You need to be born again because I want you to be mine. I want to know you. And I want you to know me, and I want you to know my Father. And nobody's going to know who God is with a feel-good message. You need to know God for who he is and what he says. And it can only come by reading his word, by teaching his word, and by giving out his word. That's the only place it's going to come from. And he says in verse 14, Behold, while you yet talk therewith with the king, I will come in after thee and confirm the words uh, and Bathsheba went in under the king into the chamber and the king was very old <laughs> I wish he wouldn't say that because right now David's only about 70 he's had a hard life and I'm sitting here going let's see I'm a little past 70 <laughs> he just doesn't say he's old he's saying he's very old he's stricken in years <laughs> he might as well just crawl in the coffin and just wait <laughs> just, what? Uh, (laughs) Oh, Lord, thank you for the days you give us, huh? Uh, uh, (laughs) uh, I'll come in and I'll do this, and I'll come in and do that. David was very old, and Abishag the uh, Shunammite ministered unto the king, and Bathsheba bowed and did obeisance unto the king and said to the king, And the king said to her, excuse me, what wouldest thou? And she said unto him, "Uh, My lord, uh, thou swearest by the Lord thy God unto thine handmaid, saying, Assuredly, Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne. And now behold, Adonijah reigneth, and now, my lord the king, thou knowest it not. And he hath slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in abundance and hath called all the sons of the king and Abiathar the priest and Joab the captain of the host. But Solomon thy servant hath he not called. And thou, my lord, O king, the eyes of all Israel are upon you that you should tell them who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise it shall come to pass that when my lord the king shall sleep with his fathers, that I and my son Solomon shall be counted offenders. And lo, while she yet talked with the king, Nathan the prophet also came in. <laughs> uh, so just like it says in Deuteronomy, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, a matter's established. And they told the king, saying, Behold, Nathan the prophet. And when he was come in before the king, he bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground, honoring the office the office that David had offer in that place that that he was just giving himself uh, to the the position that David had. David was king. Nathan's a prophet. God is talking with him. And yet he comes in and bows himself. And Nathan said, my lord the king, hast thou said Adonijah should reign after me and that he shall sit upon my throne For he has gone down this day and has slain oxen. And I love the way he says that. He asks him, did you tell Nathan this? Because this is what Nathan is saying. To get David into a place of doing what's right. Encouraging him. And I'm just so thankful that God will bring godly men, godly women into our midst to tell us the things that are right. Aren't you glad when somebody tells you the things that are right? Oh, oh, and boy, we need to be that. We need to be that. I remember the first Sunday, first or second Sunday, I was out at Macedon after Cardi had left and I was teaching and one of the guys came up to me and he said, do you know what you said? What did I say? (laughs) You said this. And I go, oh, my goodness. (laughs) No, I didn't know it, but thank you for telling me. Uh, It's good when people can tell us, and it's even better when we've got a heart that God says, let them speak to you. Let those words come into your heart and do something with them. Uh, Change. Don't be afraid to change. Well, I'm old. If I'm over 70, I'm stricken. I'm very old, so I can do what I want, because I'm old and I deserve it. (laughs) It doesn't matter our age. We don't deserve anything but death and hell. But we get life eternal in heaven with Jesus. Oh, Thank you, Lord. He says, For he's gone down this day, and he's slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in abundance, and has called all the king's sons and the captain and Abiathar the priest. And behold, they eat and drink before him, and they're saying, God save king Adonijah. But me, even me, thy servant, and Zadok the priest, and Benaniah the son of Jehoiada, and thy servant Solomon, hath he not called? And is this thing done by my lord the king? and thou hast not showed it unto thy servant who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him then king david answered and said call me bathsheba and she came into the king's presence and stood before the king and the king swore and said not swear like we think swear but he swore that this was going to come to pass as the lord liveth and i love that if you've got the king james do something with that because that eth means he lives and he's going to continue to live. ETH in the King James is a continuous verb. So he's God lives and he's going to continue to live. And aren't you glad God is still alive? I'm so glad that back in the 60s when they said God is dead, that he didn't really die, there was no obituary for God. (laughs) He's still alive uh, as the Lord liveth. And that has redeemed my soul out of all distress. Look at this. This, this, this man, David, he's, he's got a relationship with the true and the living God. God is alive and he's redeemed me. He's redeemed my soul out of all distress. Thank you, Lord. I may not be perfect. I may not be right in everything. But God, you saved me. Oh, thank you, Lord, that I have salvation. <laughs> oh. Even as I swear unto thee by the Lord God of Israel, saying, Assuredly, Solomon, your son shall reign after me, and he shall sit uh, upon my throne in my stead, even so will I certainly do this day. I'm going to do it today. And aren't you glad when action is taken on the right things? Uh, And he does this. Uh, And so then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the earth and did reverence to the king and said, Let my lord the king king david live forever Uh, just a a statement of saying you know it would be nice not going to happen but we know uh and king david said call me zadok the priest and nathan the prophet and benaniah the son of jehoiada and they came in before the king the men who were faithful were the men who were called in before the king who's going to be called in before our god the men and women who are faithful to our god to believe what God says as truth, to believe what God says above what the things of the world say. And you think you you have a battle, you do. You're fighting the world, you're fighting your flesh, and you're fighting the devil. But you know what? We've got a God who's greater than all of that. That may seem overwhelming at times. And it does seem overwhelming at times, the way the world is going, doesn't it? But you know what? Our God is greater than what the world says right now. Our God is greater than what our flesh says. Our, our God is greater than what the devil says. And that should have been Adam and Eve's heart, huh? But they missed. But you know what? We can't point fingers at them because we did the same thing. <laughs> we wanted the same things that they wanted. And we thought the same ways till God changed us. Aren't you glad you're changed? <laughs> this, is, this is awesome. <laughs> uh, so he says, Call me these, these people who are faithful. And then the king said unto them, Take with you the servants of your Lord and cause Solomon, my son, to ride upon mine own mule and to bring him down to Gihon. It's amazing. Uh, because in scripture it tells us that the kings shouldn't gather to themselves horses. What did Adonijah gather to himself and ride on? Horses. What does David tell Solomon to do? Get on that mule. I don't care how stubborn that mule is. You get him on my mule and you let him ride in like a king. And sometimes, because we want speed, because we want something else, we'll get on the horses rather than the mules. It's higher up here. It looks better. I can see more from up here than on that dumb donkey. And that donkey does dumb things. Look at Balaam. He tried to crush his leg once. (laughs) But you know what? God was so faithful, he let the donkey talk. And the strangest thing happened. Balaam talked to him. He started having a conversation with the donkey. That is great. (laughs) great. Balaam, do you realize what you're doing? Oh. <laughs> oh, I guess I was wrong. Uh, verse 34, And let Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anoint him their king over Israel, and blow ye with a trumpet and say, God save King Solomon. The truth is going to come out. Even though the world says this one should be king, God says, no, this one is going to be king. And I'm going to anoint it. There's a lot of people who think they want to be king, but there's only one that is, and his name is Jesus. And you know, in the world right now, there's multitudes of people who claim to be Jesus Christ incarnate. Incarnate. Which is a We're contrary, it. Which is contrary to... Yeah, but there's only God. one. How can there be so many if there's only one? <laughs> He didn't divide himself and go into a whole bunch of different people and say, You be Jesus, you be Jesus, you be Jesus. There's only one. It's by man's pride that these men come. It's not by God's word. Be careful what you're looking at and what you're holding on to. We have eye gates that should we should be hold beholding holiness and truth, and ear gates that we should be listening to truth. And not listening to the lies that the enemy want to bring us. Because the enemy is going to be quick to bring it. He did with Eve. Did God really say all of that? Or did he say this? Oh. Be careful of all those things that you're letting enter in. But most of all, your heart. Be careful where your heart goes with those things. Oh. He says, go and do this and and cry out, God save King Solomon. And then you shall come up after him that he may come and sit upon my throne, for he shall be king in my stead. And I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and over Judah. And Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada, answered the king and said, Amen. (laughs) I love this. Oh, yeah, I can agree with this one. (laughs) Let it be. Yeah. (laughs) And the Lord God of my Lord, the king, say so too. As the Lord hath been with my Lord the king, even so be he with Solomon, and make his throne greater than the throne of my Lord King David. So Zadok the priest, and Nathan the prophet, and Benaniah the son of Jehoiada, the faithful men, and the Cherethites and the Pelethites, who were faithful in their dealings, went down and caused Solomon to ride upon King David's mule, and brought him to Gihon. And Zadok, the priest, took a horn of oil uh, out of the tabernacle and anointed Solomon, doing the priestly thing, doing it faithfully. Adonijah never did that. He never had Abiathar go get the oil and bring it. He just said, I'm going to make myself king. I don't need God's anointing. Ooh, If we don't have God's anointing, we best give up and start over <laughs> we need god's anointing because otherwise without it we don't have anything but self and self is never going to last god i need your anointing as, as i go through as i work as a, as i'm a, a wife as as i'm a, a, a mom as i'm a husband a, as i'm a minister in the church a, am i as a have ministry in the church. Lord, help me to be anointed by you because without it, I have nothing but my own voice. And I want your voice because your words go through. My words can't cut between bone and marrow. God's words can, and they do. Let his words do that in your life. And all the people, verse 40, came up after him and the people piped uh, with pipes and rejoiced with great joy so that the earth was rent with the sound of them (laughs) and adonijah and all the guests that were with him heard as as they had made an end of eating so they're just getting done with with their feasting with all their celebrations they're all done isn't it amazing that god lets it go that far Mm. because i think he allows it so that people can see What they were following was an error. So enter in fully and find out where you are. And then let me show you what truth is and see what you do with it. And sometimes he allows us to walk in our sin, doesn't he? We enter into sin, I have a right to be bitter because look at what those people did to me. And we enter into it and we do it. And he looks at us and he goes, how's it going so far? I'm bitter. I know. <laughs> I'm angry. I know. Because anger comes with bitterness. <laughs> and it comes with spiteful words. And it comes with bad thoughts. And it comes with out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. And you're spewing out venom. And, and it's spilling all over everybody. You're just throwing up all over everybody that's in front of you. And, and how, do, how do you feel now? I feel, I feel, I, I don't feel better right because your heart isn't right instead of spewing out give out because isn't that what Jesus did he didn't spew out on us his love he gave it out oh, that's what God's anointing does it gives out rather than then forces out hmm and you know what else it does too? It, it makes you and I as congregants in different assemblies, it makes us accountable for what we listen to. Mm. And if the pastors that we're listening to or the teachings that we're listening to aren't of God and they aren't anointed and they can't cut between bone and marrow, all they're gonna do is make us feel good without having any work done in our hearts, any change accomplished in our lives. We're gonna be listening to man's feelings and never get the true word of God. It makes us responsible and accountable. Well, it's Pastor Dan's fault, because he never said that. (laughs) It isn't Pastor Dan's fault, it's my fault, because I didn't listen, I didn't hear. I didn't read God's word. I didn't take it to myself. I let Pastor Dan teach me, and I took everything as he said as gospel instead of checking it out like the Bereans. Lord, help me to check your word and to see what you're saying to me. Oh, we're accountable. We can't point fingers at anybody but us. And that's where we should start. Lord, I got to start with my own heart. I can't start with anybody else. I can't start and start blaming the government because of what it's doing, that it's, it's caused me to be angry and bitter. No, it's my fault that I'm angry and bitter. It's not Biden's fault. It's my fault. Even though I don't like what he's doing, it's still my fault for getting angry because I've got anger. Lord, you got to deal with my anger so that when those things come out I don't have to be angry with them I can pray for them because he needs salvation as much as you and I needed salvation he needs to know the risen Christ just like you and I need to know the risen Christ you can't sit there and say it's my husband's fault I'm the way that I am he's made me like this no it's my fault Your fault, because you didn't do it. You didn't take what God said. You listened to the anger, the venom that was spewing out and didn't take God's word to it and anoint it with God's word. Oh, Aren't you glad he's (laughs) long-suffering? Because boy, we got so much in here still that is just wrong. God help. I'm so thankful he's long-suffering but he's not always going to strive with man. So let's get our hearts right while we're in the word and doing it. And just let him minister to us. So Adonijah and all the guests that were with him heard it as they made an end of eating. Uh, they're celebrating. They think they got it made. Uh, well, God hasn't, God hasn't devoured us yet. So it must be this is the right thing to do. <laughs> no, it's still the wrong thing hmm well we made it through the feasting we we made it through the drinking we made it through the proclamation must be God's okay with this no God's not okay with it he's just being long-suffering with us Lord help me to know what's right and to do what's right and so when Joab heard the sound of the trumpet he said wherefore is this noise of the city being in an uproar And while he yet spake, behold, Jonathan, the son of Abiathar, the priest, came. And Adonijah said unto him, Come in, for thou art a valiant man, and you bring good tidings. (laughs) Ah No. (laughs) And Jonathan answered and said unto Adonijah, Verily our Lord King David hath made Solomon king. Can you imagine the hearts and the jaws that hit the floor? Talk about having your loins loosed. Just like, oh boy, we're in trouble. (laughs) We're done. Amazing. You always bring good tidings. Oh. Be careful of the tidings we bring. May they be truth. Just as Jonathan did here, he brought the truth and didn't say, well, you're right. I am a valiant man. I do bring good tidings. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) Let me say something good to you. It wouldn't matter if he said something that Adonijah wanted to hear. What mattered was the truth was coming out in the city and the people were rejoicing. It wasn't just a select few. It was the people that were rejoicing because God was working. And so the king sent... uh, excuse me, and the king hath sent with him Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet and Benaniah the son of Jehoiada and the Cherethites and the Pelethites and they have caused him to ride upon the king's mule. They even knew that he was on the king's mule. He didn't go out and get his own. He didn't go out and get a horse. (laughs) He's on David's mule. That just solidified everything, didn't it? Oh, boy. So Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet have anointed him king in Gihon. And they are come up from thence rejoicing so that the city rang again. This is the noise that you have heard. And also Solomon sitteth. Notice he sits and he continues to sit. There it is again, that E-T-H. He's going to continue to sit on the throne of the kingdom. You aren't going to knock him off of it, Adonijah. And moreover, the king's servants came to bless our Lord King David saying, God, make the name of Solomon better than thy name and make his throne greater than thy throne. And the king bowed himself upon the bed. Uh, in other words, he's, he's ready to die. He, he's given up. He's, he's done. He's finished. And also, thus saith the king, blessed be the Lord God of Israel, which has is given one to sit on my throne this day. Mine eyes even seeing it. And isn't that the blessing that that David wanted to have? That the Lord said that one day one is going to sit on your throne that's going to build my temple. Oh, and he's, he's getting to see him get on the throne and do that. God's word coming to pass in his life. In his old age, he's just about ready to die, and yet God is still confirming to him that this is his work and this is his way. It's never too late to hear God speak to you. We're not too old. We're not too young. We're not too much in the middle. (laughs) We're not too far gone. We can always hear God's word. I'm so thankful. And you know what is even so cool? is when we get to heaven. What are we going to hear? Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Oh. And we're sitting around the marriage feast of the Lamb for seven years. And who's going to be serving us? Jesus. He's going to be serving you and I for being at the marriage feast when he's the one that got us there. (laughs) We should be serving him. But his ways are greater than our ways, aren't they? And his ways are better. amazing you you and i have so much to be thankful for have so much to rejoice in because we got a greater than david sitting on the throne right now and he's there sitting with his father waiting to come and get you and i and we go come quickly <laughs> uh. Blessed be the, the, the Lord God of Israel, which has given one to sit on my throne this day, mine eyes, even seeing it. And all the guests that were with Adonijah were afraid, Yeah, and, and rose up and went to every man his way. You know what shows me that Adonijah was wrong and the, that the people were wrong? Because if you're walking in God's will, in God's ways, there's always going to be peace and not fear. They're in fear right now. Mm. and it doesn't matter what comes against you the enemy goes around like a roaring lion but you know what you and I can still have peace no matter how loud he roars because we know the one that's greater than the enemy who goes around roaring at us the enemy just wants to roar he can't do anything without God allowing him (laughs) Uh, amazing they were afraid and they rose up and went every man his way they went every man his way notice they didn't go every man god's way isn't Mm -hmm. that sad Mm -hmm. even though they were afraid even though they knew that they were wrong they still didn't go god's way they went their own way oh lord help and just because We're righteous and we're doing the right things doesn't mean that everybody's going to love us and everybody's going to follow us. It could be the complete opposite. And that's okay. Because if we're following God, we've got to be careful for ourselves. We can't convince anybody else to come to the kingdom. We're having trouble enough getting ourselves there, aren't we? (laughs) Keeping ourselves in the love of God. Did you ever look at that verse and go, how do you do that? I do it for five minutes a week maybe and it's just like you tell me to keep myself there how do i do that lord by keeping yourself before me they went every man his way and adonijah feared because of solomon and he arose and went and caught hold on the horns of the altar instead of crying out to the lord and saying lord he goes to the horns of the altar which is supposed to be a place of mercy, a place of power. He goes there and hangs on and says, well, you can't kill me here. <laughs> Amazing. It just shows again that Adonijah should not have been on the throne. Otherwise, he could say "That that I am in this place because God has put me here. And he couldn't say that. And it was told Solomon, saying, Behold, Adonijah feareth King Solomon, for lo, he hath caught hold on the horns of the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear to me today that he will not slay his servant with the sword. (laughs) And Solomon said, If he will show himself to be a worthy man, there shall not a hair of him fall to the earth. But if wickedness be found in him, he shall die. Realize how harsh that sounds to your brother, to your child. If you follow after the things of the Lord, you're going to be okay. But if you don't, you are going to go to hell. Well, that's not very affirming to your child to say things like that. After all, everybody gets a trophy. No, they don't. (laughs) (coughs) That's pretty harsh as a parent, but it's truth. (coughs) So King Solomon sent and they brought him down from the altar and he came and bowed himself to King Solomon and Solomon said unto him, go to your house. Get out of my sight. What you've done is wrong. You need to get things right. Go to your house, make amends, get things right. And yet we're going to see in the next chapter, (coughs) excuse me, he doesn't do it. Instead, he plots and plans to bring more destruction to himself (coughs) because he didn't make things right with his Lord yeah amazing isn't it and we look and we go and we shake our heads but you know that can be us we can do the same thing we want our own way and we want god to bless it and if he doesn't we get mad at god so father help us to have those hearts that are pliable Those hearts that you can mold and shape and to be what you want them to be, Lord, instead of what we want them to be. And Father, help us not to get in the way of what you want to do because then we'll be just like Adonijah, getting in the way of what you wanted to do, of what was planned, of what was to take place. And Lord, help us to be those holy people that you'll look to the people that would reverence the King and father, we know that our King is King Jesus and we want to honor him today with our lives, with our hearts, with, with our actions, with our words. So Lord help us with it. Cause we have so much trouble with it in this flesh, in this world with the enemy roaring at us. Father keep us steady before you and you say that you'll straighten our paths and that we could walk in them. Lord, may you do that for us as we follow after you. And we give you thanks for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.